Because I didn't, I don't want to, I don't want to end the combo. It was a good combo, bro. I just figured. Yo, put, put this shit on, put this shit on the recording, though. No, but hey, 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 exciting time we living in, man. Exciting time we living in. But what did you? So what did you say? What did you just say right now about Chicago? No, I, I was telling you, man. I had seen a sign. You know, I believe in signs. You know, it was like a movie. I don't know if you've ever seen a movie, man. It was like a, a comedy sketch, though. Like the dude that played in Joe Dirt, I think played in it. The but David, uh, David Spade. Yeah. Is that is that what it is? Yeah, that, I think. I mean, I forget what the movie name was. The guy, the and the blonde, brother was the like, guy? yeah, and that the dude who played uh, like the ballerina movie with Will Ferrell was in it. The ballerina movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. The guy, I think he. Yeah, the you know, that, I mean, with Ice Skaters. Oh yeah, oh, the Owen Wilson guy. Is that Owen Wilson? Was that the guy from Napoleon Dynamite? The guy from Napoleon Dynamite played in this movie too. Yeah, him, that guy. Okay. But he kept following signs, dude, and the sign I forgot where it led him, but it was a funny ass movie. Anyhow, it was it was such a good comedy sketch. But uh, yeah, I believe on signs, man. I keep seeing like your city, is it Aur- Aurora, right? Chicago, yeah. Aurora. Yeah. yeah, it's a suburb. Yeah, I Chicago. keep seeing that that name pop up everywhere, bro. Not everywhere, but I've not seen it more than a few times. And I feel like that's a sign, man, for me to. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not gonna say necessarily move and not move, but invest more time in the, you know, what we're doing with the kick knowledge. Um, oh yeah, for sure, projects, man. You know what I'm saying. What so, I was, what I was saying is that with kick knowledge, <laughs> with kick knowledge productions, that that social media marketing and entertainment part of the part of the business is, you know, if we can go out and sell and sell the marketing, the marketing part of it. You know what I mean? Make we can make income doing that, and then take that take take those earnings, and then we can flip it into the kick knowledge production entertainment part of it and then use that for the recording studio and get another building or whatever, you know, cause I can get, we can get grants, especially with your real estate shit that you know and shit. We can get a grant, we can get grants out here in Aurora pot for entertainment and shit. And then the city will pay, pay for a building for the company to move into if they're bringing in entertainment type of shit in, in their city, they, they'll give you a grant for that shit. If you're bringing business into their, into their uh, city and get a nice building and shit, build it all up and, Put a studio in it. Yeah, one thing I know about Chicago, bro. Don't take this the wrong way. Uh, listeners, cover your ears if this is going to be the way they are. We'll say. <laughs> but like, uh, Chicago is like the porn hub of porn hub. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from what I've seen, so I think it's a lot of production companies already there because uh, you know I've not met a few chicks, man. I just say here and there, but Chicago is always the expos and all this stuff that you know Probably I never so. actually been to, but it's just like a lot of production is there from what I'm saying. And I worked the job. Uh, it was downtown, man. They had a production studio, man. It was a cool ass company. I was a brand ambassador, man, for Dell, actually. Oh, I remember. And, uh, man, I, I yeah, it was dope. It was dope. I had a good time. <laughs> and it was just a vibe of downtown Chicago. I just love, man. It was awesome. You know, but we're, but the, this this production company is not doing porn. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. I know. That's why I say, forgive me for going left. I'm just throwing that out there. No, yeah, no. But the the production the production part of it was just because it was just because I'm uh, what I'm producing is not when I when I when I put production underneath technology, it wasn't the same meaning that it was when we first started technology productions. It was this meaning was more production like producing uh, businesses out of it. That's what my mindset was for because I wanted to do the social media. You know, I wanted to do marketing. I wanted to do uh, the the managing of like uh, your your networking of developing your web programming and shit like that for like your SEOs, your websites, your domains, and then fucking building that off of that, and then also doing entertainment 
adding the entertainment part of it so you know that we the production still does stand for some entertainment we're doing this podcast and then then doing music recordings too you know what i mean yeah bro and i never knew i, or I probably forgot that you were so good with computers i remember uh you you being good with the studio equipment, you know, from back oh, in the day. Bro, trust me, I'm not. You, if anything, you inspired me to be better in the computers, bro, because I remember I used to taking my computer to you. Remember? And you were like, yeah. and you, and you used to fix my shit for me because I didn't know shit about it. Nah, bro, I learned I learned when I worked for Service Master Clean Company when I was working for them. And uh, yeah. the guy had asked me to do some stuff, you know, here and there on the, on the computer. And I was like, sure, why not? I didn't know what I was doing a lot. And then I had to learn about HTML5 and then I had to learn about like apps and then I learned about like social media and like Facebook and then pages and algorithms. And then I learned about SEOs for setting up domains and then your website. I learned about all that shit, bro. And then I just I just got really good at it. You know what I mean? Really good at it. Just yeah, I, I'm the opposite now, dude. Like I wouldn't know where to start with a computer because uh, I guess I got so tired of not you, but fixing other people's computers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, man, it's you know, it's kind of for the birds, man. I was so nice back then. People would even offer me money. I never would take it. I'm like, nah, that's cool. You know, I just like doing it. You know, it was a hobby. I like building them. But now, man, stuff probably have gotten so advanced and smaller. You know, all these small ass processors and stuff. I wouldn't even know where to. <clears throat> where to start, man. So I gotta like re, you know, vamp, you know, my skills if if, if that even happens. But uh, you know, but like, yeah, I think the production part of this man would be a, a kick ass idea, man. Because uh, you know, nothing, nothing. I mean, everybody's doing it right now. I mean that that they transfer. Like I see celebrities, you know, transition. I'm like, if they could do it, man, this wasn't even yeah. their time. Well, I mean, why the fuck can we? Yeah, that's what I heard. Like when I when I remember listening to David Banner. You remember David Banner? Yeah, for sure. He's just singing the whisper song and shit. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, cool. David Banner said in an interview a long time ago, he said, he said, uh, when I was coming up, Lil Scrappy said the same shit. He said, uh, when I was coming up, man, I didn't have no producer. I didn't have no beat maker. I didn't have, I didn't have, I had, to, I had to learn how to make beats. I had to learn how to be a producer. I had to learn to do all that shit. So I was like, true, you know, you got to learn all that shit because if not, then you don't, you don't, you don't have the money to be you know some of these motherfuckers that be doing shit they have a lot of fucking money so they can just pay for that service and then da da da, da you know but you know when you don't have it you just got, you got to learn how to fucking do that shit so you can you can make the hustle and i learned i it took me years bro like i didn't i didn't do it overnight you know it took me a long ass time but i but i figured out how to do it and then now i made a i made a business out of it you know so yeah i, I was uh telling a buddy uh yesterday that i used to burn cds and sell them you know i, was like, well, I guess i was a bootlegger you know <laughs> And he was like, ah, like he, I don't know, he was younger than me. Yeah, he, he's a '90s kid, you know. So he's like, he don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. He's like, burn CDs. He, he, yeah, he was like, burn <laughs> CDs. And I think he thought I was talking about setting them I'm on, on fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I just, I just thought about it today. Like, oh shit, he didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, you know? Because these '90s kids, man, you know, they was they 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 grew up on MP3s. You know, or you know, you just upload it to your uh, what USB or that's probably the worst they had to do. I think. Yeah, you know, well, it's like, yeah, he didn't know what I was talking about, dude. And I'm like, damn. But I like David Banner. That's funny you bring that up because uh, he got a story where he taught Pimp C uh how to you know use a new beat machine when he was in jail. You know, Pimp C was one of my favorite people. Uh, I won't just say as an artist, but people, man, because he when he got out of jail, he had to you know tell people about Behold of the Pale Horse, which is one of my favorite books written by William Cooper, who they killed, by the way. And uh, he touched on UFOs, the Area 51. You think, you think you know, they killed Pimp C? Well, I think they killed Pimp C. And I put this on record, man. I put all his interviews together. Funny you asked me that. 
And uh, it says that, you know, from all these interviews, what I collected was this. Tennessee flew into California. He got with young Jeezy. Because, you know, Jeezy is known for, they say he had, he used to run with Big Meech. So I guess he will be the plug. Jeezy plugged him with whoever he plugged him with. Then he went to DJ Paul House, did cocaine, and then he went back to his room and died. So that's, right. um, that's like, I mean, DJ Paul was the last person he's seen. Uh, they confessed that he was doing cocaine, but he got, it slipped out that he got the cocaine from a plug that came from Young Jeezy. I think they went over everybody's head, but uh, I definitely caught it, man. So I, I definitely think they killed him with fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yep. Fentanyl, man. I think fentanyl was in the cocaine, and yeah, because that's I, how I he heard, died. I heard he died. I heard he died from drinking syrup. Yeah, you man. That was that was a uh, that's a bold lie because everybody. You remember that though? Everybody yeah, said that he was drinking yeah. that syrup and shit, and then he died yeah. from that, or yeah. a bombing fluid that he was hitting the wiki sticks too hard or some shit. Yeah, man. They said Pimp C never drank lean. They said, uh, he, you know, they say he's always seen with some crown, some cognac. You know, some fucking dude, you know, Hennessy or something. I ain't gonna say Duce was not there, but you know, he had some always some brown liquor. But you know, Zero said, man, Zero said it clear. He said, man, I didn't know Pimp C to uh, ever drink, uh, you know, it's codeine or, yeah. or, you know, so it's, it's just like even uh, what was the last point I was gonna make, man? Chameleon there said, I don't like to bring his name up too much because he's like a hidden ghost, but they, he said, uh, before he did the last song with Pimp C, you know, Pimp C was like, hey, man, just. Just keep it, man. I, you know, just in case. And they and, and come in and said, uh, you know, Universal never let them release that song. They kept it. Matter of fact, you know. Well, Chameleon was on so, some other shit too, though, because he wasn't. He Cooper left. Guy. He left that shit. Yeah, he went to real estate. He yeah, went to a bunch he wasn't, of shit. Yeah, he, he was like, down with that. He was like, "Fuck <laughs> that life. I can make money doing this shit." Just the same thing Waka Flocka did. Fucking, he got yeah, his, he man, got his yeah. fucking money. He dipped too. He was like, "Fuck this! I'm making this shit. I can make more money doing real estate and then venture capitalism all that shit." Because he was doing about venture capitalism too, and fucking getting, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and this and thing shit. goes deep, man. Yeah, because some rappers they they want to get out, but they can't get out. That's what Nipsey Hussle was doing too. Shit, he he said in an interview when he was first coming out, he's like, when they said, "Well, what are you gonna do with all this money that you get as a young kid? You know, as a young man, you know, are you gonna go out and buy?" Uh, this and this and that, and the guy was like, I'm going to go buy land. He's like, I'm going to invest my money. I'm going to invest my money in my people. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he was talking about buying properties and shit and, and, and investing that shit. He was talking about buying that uh, that strip mall before, you know, when he was when he was younger, when he bought the marathon, when he bought that whole strip yeah. mall. He bought, he bought one store at a time and shit and, and made it into Yeah, whatever. man. It, I didn't even listen to Nip like I should have. And it's a shame because after he passed, you know, we, I realized he was a legend. And it's like he had the key to the game the whole time. And, you know, I know a lot of people did mess with him. I just wasn't uh, a fan, you know, at the time. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like a, you know. But you should, I, I wasn't should, like you should look in, you, should go, you should look into Nips, man. It fucking, um, oh, I have, bro. Since he passed, I'm like a, I'm not seeing a biography, man. I'm not, I'm not seeing, you know. Because uh, his, name, his name's got meaning. His real name got meaning and shit. Yeah, where, man. Where part of Africa know, he come from and shit like that. And, and like with Dr. Savi and. And like all the shit that he believed in, and the the awakening, and the great minds, and he like he he was he was like a living proof of it, even though he got killed, you know. But nah, still. He, nah, 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 he was man, and uh, you know that's why like I you know I always talk about zero, but it's like one of his last songs he mentioned zero, you know, he was like sipping on clinko, banging on zero, something like that, and uh, you know that's so like rappers who educate me or, or teach me, like who show me the hidden agenda of people, like you have, man. Uh, I'm not gonna get too deep on this, but bro, you have always showed me people that I thought was like, oh man, you gotta meet this person and 
you know, you never really said it, but hey, man, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be when you find out. You know what I mean? But I could never see it till I went through it, man. You know, be able to read people who got that ability, man. That that's that's always just the people that I was. You know, it's not too many people I met like that. You being one of them, man, who just had that ability of reading people. Now I'm like the chief of that. <laughs> you know, and it's like you know, people don't really. I don't really want to fuck with people because. You know, they could say something, I could hear something or see what they do. And I, I know, like, let me get far away from this person, you know, and that's if they're religious, non-religious. But I had to go through the walls, man, to be able to see that. But, dude, you knew from Jump Street, man, about this stuff, man, a lot of this, you know. Yeah. So I put you in like a nip category, man, like genius, man, you know, I'll just take, you know, just give you a little, you know. Uh, I know, and you know, just it was. Just, I think it's more. I think it's more because, like, at a young age, bro, it was it was more like the thirst for knowledge, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, it was just like documentaries, like hit me, hit me a certain way, bro. And then like thirst for knowledge for religion. Like, I used to go to church and argue with the people at church and shit about their point of views because it didn't make no sense to me what they would be preaching and they would be doing and what they'd be saying. And then the, then the music hit when Tupac. When Tupac came out and like you know, I remember listening to Tupac. The the first song I heard of Tupac was Changes, and that was right before he died. And I remember like finding Tupac like a week before he died, you know. And then like I remember I remember laying in my mom's room and shit, and like hearing the radio, and they were like, you know, B ninety six was like, you know, Tupac's record was just shot in Las Vegas, and da da da. And there was like, I remember like you know barely learning that shit, and then when he died, the conspiracy of Pac. You know, yeah. led me into <laughs> the dark world of conspiracies. You know, the the seven yeah, the yeah, seven yeah, day yeah. theory and shit. You know, and then it yeah, led me. There, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But the, that <laughs> that's that was like the opening of like the seed that was planted in my head of conspiracies. And then it led, then it went into like deeper and deeper shit. You know, into religion, into God, into like the you know like the dark world out there of demons and demonics and like aliens and then like the government and. You know, you start you start to become one of those conspiracy wackos, right? But then you start to really see, like, you don't take everything. You take everything with a grain of salt, obviously, right? Now, you know, a lot of people are just up there for the hype. But this is this we're talking about back in the fucking late '90s, early 2000s. You know, the motherfuckers that were online doing certain things. You know, they knew more than the average person because the average person wasn't even on a computer. You know, and you know, so it's like watching youtube videos and learning all that shit like you know planning the planning the bureau you know when we talked about planning the bureau i've been i've been talking about planning the bureau for like yeah, a long time yeah. a long ass time dude and, you know and and you know that's why i'm saying like when you when you hear it fresh like i can say i heard it fucking 15 16 years ago i heard that shit if not longer and they would say, you know, they would say in 20 years, it's going to be here. You know, I could have heard it like 20 years ago. And they were like, it's going to be here in 20 years. You know, we have time to figure this out. Da, da, da. You would hear these interviews and you would hear these people talking. And then and then but now the timeline, you know how it's like right down the street, you know, people are going to say, oh, they just made that shit up because we're living in this motherfucker's been talking about this shit forever. And you know how YouTube and the Internet and then, you know, the, the people out there that have that have the control of everything, you know, they're going to wipe out the internet. They're going to delete shit. You know what I mean? You can no longer find these videos no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's crazy. But that, but that, but that mindset, that mindset of mine is what set me to be like those type of people that like look at people and be like, no, nah, I don't fuck with this person. That person's going to be fake. Or it's because you, you think differently, bro. You don't, you don't see it in the same lens 
as everybody else sees it. You see it in a very skeptic, very, very hypothetical, very fucking like you're running like 20 different scenarios in your head when you see somebody and, you know, you're looking at them and and then you meet so many people in your life, too, because I travel all over the United States and I've been I've been in a lot of places and you meet so many people and you give certain people chances and you get burned and you learn the experience, you know, and then people, other people's persona re- kind of like reflect the same people that burn you. So, you know, like, oh, this person's going to be shady. I've been in this situation before. You know what I mean? So being not naive is, I guess, is the, is, the, is 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 one of the goals that sets you to be able to. Well, you already know because how many times you got burned? How many times you get lit up? You oh, know? Wow, and now, and now, now you're an expert that like I don't fuck with that person. I don't fuck with this yeah, type yeah, of person. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homeless, but now sometimes I know how to come back and just use them. You right, know, right? Yeah. Uh, the people who who burn me. So it's like. Uh, you know, like I, I'm, I'm the type of guy. You know, some people call it crazy. Like I had a guy pull a gun on me, another guy. I, I got guns put on sometimes, and I still forgive this guy. You know, like I probably would even um, use him to my advantage if it comes to a real estate deal, or whatever. Because it's like I won't take it personal. You know, um, and um, depending on the person, but that's neither here or there. I'm gonna tell you, man. When you talk about the books, you know, they say whoever won the war, write the history, or you know, they used to burn books after, you know. They, uh, you know, win a war, whatever you want to call right, it, right. whoever wins war. But I'm thinking now, look, we got hard drives. Like, how many people do you think have have external hard drives full of this whole last, you know, era, you know? And it's like, now can, can history ever be deleted, even if they wanted to restart civilization? When I say, I'm talking about the elites, whoever that is. Um it can, it can almost can never be because of technology now. But that's, and that's it's like that, even but, the stuff they try to get rid of in books still popping up. You that's know, why, it's crazy. That's why it could be deleted, though. Really? Yeah, because like if that's that's how that's how we lose a civilization. That's how we lose everything because of technology. Because in reality, if we were to write everything in books, we would we would we would we would save our history. For, for 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 a really long time but if we put everything in a digital and and hard drives and everything one EMP gone everything's gone books you can bury those motherfuckers you can you can hide those motherfuckers you know what I mean people will find them a million years from now something written you know not, not it doesn't have to be on paper it could be on metal it can be whatever but it's the written word will last forever versus digital I always forget about EMPs. It's gone because Everything's you know I did gone. an EMP test before, man. It was like a big ass silver tent that we had to put up. I don't know what this tent was made out of, and uh, you know, it, it was interesting, man. And we was in the woods, we was in Fort Polk, middle of nowhere. It was only three of us, two geniuses, two uh, like cyber techs, and uh, it's it's just fathoms me, man, that an EMP could take us back to Stone Age. Stone Age. That's, yep. That's that still just. Just fathoms me, man. I think I think I think that in civilization, like the biggest thing that's ever happened to us that was a disaster was the burning the burning of the of of uh the books in um the uh what do you call it? The Victorian age. I think it was the Victorian age, or was it when Caesar I don't know, maybe it was the Roman age when the Aristocats were around. But uh, there there was a time and there was a period of time when one of the Greeks, one of the either the Greeks or the Romans invaded the i think it was alexandra the library or whatever and they burnt the shit out of all human history and shit they destroyed it and then and then the conquistadors the conquistadors i can't even say the word what is it the spaniards 
Uh-huh. You know, the conquestors, like conquistadors. Yeah. Those fuckers, yeah. they had a policy. They had a policy when they would land on a new land that they would they would befriend the indigenous, uh, befriend them, learn their culture, then 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 rape them. Mur- you know, first use them for their biddings, rape them, murder them, and burn their culture. So erase them, erase their history, and then teach them their culture. So, well, you know, the, yeah, that was, that was infamous from rape, man. Oh, for sure, dude. For sure, but that's but that's why we lost a lot of history, and you know, like the, that's why we lost a lot of Mayan and Aztec and a lot of like indigenous people's history. You know, whatever stories they got, because that's what they were. That's what they were. You know, that's what people did. They would invade. You know, befriend you, use you, rape you, kill you, destroy your history. You never existed. Yeah. And those motherfuckers raped everybody. Them Spaniards raped everybody, man. That's why that's why the Philippines look Mexicans and Mexicans look fucking Guatemalans. The Guatemalans look Puerto Ricans. The Puerto Ricans look like because they, they all got raped by a Spaniard, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's super true. Super, super true. And um, you know, it's 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 just crazy, man. And um, you know, I, I had to sell a house to a woman. She was so nice, man. She was a Spaniard woman. You know, they speak Spanish, of course, right? Yeah. And then she hired, you know, Mexicans, um, gentlemen to do her landscaping. And she was a little different, man. She uh, was a nice little old lady, but the Spaniard, I would say, pride that she had, man, was unmatched to any other race of people I've ever seen um, in my life. You know what I mean? And she was... She was proud and happy about all the conquering, you know, yeah. that went on in her bloodline. And, you know, her last name was Jesus, you know, and she was like, hey, you know, whoever she was saying they was, I know what she was implementing, get their last name for me and my family, you know, like we conquered, you know, and I was like, wow, I never knew someone to be so proud, but she, you know, you know, I ain't gonna say she had a little freaky side, but she's trying to get me to I don't know, man. I never did nothing weird, but hey, you want to put this hat on? I guess she had a thing for black men, you know, and I'm like, look, I want to get paid, lady. I'll set her out and go home. But she was a nice lady, man. But she just had a lot of pride, man, for the for the uh, concretization that, that her family did, man. It was just, well, it was just like, wow. It's man. their history, man. You know what I mean? I don't know what a Spaniard is. Like, what the fuck is a Spaniard? I, I, I got to look at it's their crazy, DNA. Bro, she looked at, she looked at, I would have thought she was Spanish, you know, like Hispanic. But she always made a clarification, like, no. Like, she always made that distinction, like, I'm Spaniard. Like, and I never confused her, but she just looked at, you know, Hispanic, but she always made the, um, you know, the, the, the distinction or whatever, and it wasn't to be any race-based thing. She was just, to me, it was, you know, it just shows that, you know, uh, the similarity and, uh, like, I guess what Spanish, what she was trying to say is we invented the Spanish culture that you see today. Like she was trying to emphasize that comes from her side of the spectrum. And her daughter was married to a Puerto Rican man, and she couldn't stand it. She was outraged about it. You know, and it was just like, man, this lady's serious about her Spanish culture. But she was saying the culture comes from, you know, her lineage, you know, that a lot of uh, Hispanic people do today. I don't know. How to, from her I don't know how to pronounce this word. It's peninsulars, P-E-N-I-N-S-U-L-A-R-E-S. 
whatever that is, that is, (laughs) I can't pronounce that word, but they are pure blooded Spaniards born from Spain and sent to the Spanish colonies to govern. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that's what she was. Yeah. Well, if you get into history, you know, like I always see like black people, but they have like, like this, like, uh, like Ben Franklin wig on, it looks like, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, how the heck? But you know, like every picture of like, who they call like the Moors, they had this hair that was like, you know, like what we call like what I see like in uh like when they like doing like a Senate or they're doing like some type of a movie with Caesar. It's like the same type of hairstyle. And I'm like, man, how the, much you talking about the white wigs? Well, okay, yeah. Well, well when I see like the pictures of like these uh these black people that was in England, I guess naturally like that's how their hair was, you know, it was like rolled up in a curl. Like, like how you see every president on on Mount Rushmore? Yeah, but they had they had those because they, a lot of them had syphilis and a lot of them had um they didn't take showers. A lot of them had like a, but you know like skin shit on their hairs and shit. So that was powdered wigs that they would wear and shit to to make them smell better and to like keep people from seeing the the scars on their heads and shit. And I've seen that in a movie recently. The guy was a lawyer, and when they went into the before the judge, it was a modern movie in England, but they had to put the wigs on too. You know, and the movie was good as a motherfucker, man. I talked about that movie today. But, you know, it was on YouTube, of course. I'm an advocate for YouTube movies, man. You got to check some out. But, yeah, man, I, I can see that. But it's just like, uh, all I'm saying is I think through time, it's like even like our feature, like I can speak for me, from what I see black people today, from what I see them in the 1800s, it's a, it's a dramatic change. Like it's a dramatic feature change and everything. So I'm just like, man, bro, I could only... How strong was the DNA? I'm just trying to say in these other races, including everybody back. I think as we like, even the Bible says, uh, as the generations turn, we get weaker. That's what I'm trying to say. I think genes get weaker, right? Through like vaccines and like, we don't have as strong genes as we once had or our kids or kids won't. They even saying with this COVID vaccine, I think I mentioned it, it's going to stop. Uh, it's going to reduce uh, the repopulation rate by like, you know, something crazy, 80% in the next three generations. So hey, it's like, you know, give me one second. I'm just saying the genes look like they're getting weaker, is all I'm trying to prove. Give me one second. Give me give me give me give me give me one second real quick. One second, one second. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, we're good. Oh, no, I just had to pause it real quick. We're good. No, but yeah, I don't know about yeah, the COVID thing saying, though. Man, I just think we're getting weaker. Like as time goes, we're getting weaker. Back then it was stronger genes, stronger features, you know, everything like that is all I'm saying. So it was a more of distinction back then. Now it's kind of being like blended, you know. And so that's what I'm saying. No, I had this. I had. I had. I, I feel bad now because I had my buddy on hold, and I and I fucking I didn't know I had him on hold. And this whole time we've been talking and shit, and he 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 can't make a phone call out of his house because I'm still on the line. Oh damn, that sucks. That sucks. I just they were texting me, dude. But you know, since, but I'm recording right now, dude. So I can't. I'm not. I'm not seeing. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, you thought what you're doing. But anyway, no, yeah, dude. I don't know, man. But fucking. I'm I'm gonna try. We're gonna, you know, I don't. I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna try something new with the production company. And see, and see what we can do with it, and see and see how far it goes, and uh, build up. But yeah, if you come out this way, man, that that'd be fucking, that'd be dope to do. And then you can, like I told you, dude, we'll do. We, we can do um, that shit that you were just talking about the real estate shit, and see. Yeah, bro, you know for sure. Get some of that sweat equity out of that shit, and then fucking invest invest in that shit. But I've been trying to buy a house. Like I really wanted to buy like a. A fucking nice ass house out here, but well, like, no sub twos, man. Huh? No sub twos. No sub twos. All you're doing 
you're getting someone who's going into foreclosure. There's a list of them. Like right now, if I could send you every list in Chicago, but and you go to them and say, hey, sir, ma'am, I see you going into foreclosure. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and pay your back mortgage and take over your property. So I'll take over the monthly payment. This prevents you from going into foreclosure. Um, and then it's going to also improve your credit because I'll be making the payments on time. How does this sound to you? And the only option they have is you get the house or the bank the house on the first Tuesday of that month. <clears throat> so nine times out of 10, they're going to say yes. You do the paperwork, all that good stuff. And then uh, you pay the back mortgage. It could be like 4000 Now it's a little bit higher because they don't foreclose as quick. But, uh, you know, if you catch it the right time, it should be no more than about four, four to six K. You pay that to the bank. You get them to deed the property over to, to you. You may give them a thousand bucks to move out the home. And hey, now the house is yours. Oh, you know Six what? Days. I saw that in yeah. a movie. Oh, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki did on that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, too. I did. I saw a movie like that where the dude, the dude was losing his house and like his dad had died. And it was this young guy and his mom and his brother. And fucking he was losing his house. That guy came to his house. Uh, his neighbor shot himself in the head or some shit because they were doing that. Some guy came to his dude's house. And was kicking him out of his house, saying that he owned the house now, because he gave him the option to, to sign a piece of paper that they were going to give him two thousand dollars to move out, and he can get his own shit, or don't sign the piece of paper, and the mortgage company is going to come with the sheriff and kick your asses out, and then you'll be That's homeless. That's exactly what stuff too is. And then I thought they're supposed to have an option, like, like his op, like that dude should, that dude, that guy told him no, he shouldn't have been able to come back and like, you know. Tell him that unless he had, like other guy has signed a paper. What I'm saying. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just know that in the movie, in well, the movie, that's the, how it works. I explained it. Yeah. In the movie, the kid gets kicked out of his house because he didn't sign the paper, and then they kicked him out of the house. And uh, the guy told the guy made some money by you know have told he told the guy like I'll I'll move everything out of this house. Just give me some money or whatever, and I'll do it. You don't have to hire these people to do it. And then the guy ends up hiring this kid, and he ends up doing the same thing to all these other fucking people that was done to him and becomes like really rich doing it, you know, and people start calling him a fucking bitch and you know, you're, you're doing the same thing they did to you. Nah, 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 nah. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that was, um, that was, uh, that what you're talking about going to somebody's house yeah. and saying, Hey, I'll take over your credit or your, your, uh, does the loan get transferred over to your name or is it still in their name? No, it doesn't. That's how the investor win because now they got the D which is the ownership. At the county, and then the loan stays with the person, the debt stays with the person. So with houses, not like cars, we don't need the title for shit. But how, how does that? How does that stop that fucking lender or the new deed holder from fucking your credit up? It doesn't. Oh yeah, that's dirty, dude. That's the can, bad part. Yeah, you got, you got some bad investors who don't pay. The, I knew, I knew a bad investor who didn't pay the fucking mortgage. Now the dude's credit even more fucked up because now he's like three years late. And now you're just keeping all his rent money. And then, you know. Or even people that put up the house for like bigger loans or some shit, dude. You know what I mean? Under that oh, bro, they can do all types of stuff. I, got, I did that to my last property. I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm giving the dude one more year to try to like refinance it. But yeah, he told me, well, I just want to keep it a cash flow. I'm like, no, dude, like you need to get this house out of my neck. You know, even though he pays it on time. Cause I had to take it from the last guy because he never paid it on time. Yeah, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that shit. I mean, I guess as the as the investor, it's a good thing, but as the person getting fucking 
screwed out of their well not screwed i mean they fucked up right they lost their house yeah you know they see their you know i would just rather take the hit and fucking lose the house and because i don't know if i'm gonna get fucked either way for two grand fuck that i'll just sell everything in the yeah, fucking yeah, you house know, you, know? Yeah. you sell their yeah, because house you, and get two grand it'll, out of it it'll, yeah it'll burn a person out to know they gave you at the house I think you're not making the payment on that motherfucker. Oh, for sure, dude. You know, so 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 now now the only person that's benefiting is that investor that took your house. Yeah, wouldn't it be better right? to do like a short sale or some shit like that? Isn't that what they're called? For, short for sales. Consumer, man, now we're really getting deep into this, right? <laughs> for the consumer, it, it probably would be better to do a short sale for sure. Because that's what a right? short sale is, yeah. right? You're foreclosing, you're losing, and then you're pretty much selling the house immediately to pay back the loan, and you walk, you lose everything, but at least you don't walk out with debt, right? Yeah, well, is? you can't you walk out with debt because, like, if they can sell your house for what it's worth, you don't. Know? But sometimes with a short sale, the reason why they call it a short sale because they got to sell it for less than what it's worth okay. to get out of to, to stop their foreclosure. So the bank say, hey, we'll agree to a short sale, meaning we're going to freeze your foreclosure, right? We're going to freeze it, but you got to sell your house for less. So if your house is worth 100 k it only sells for 70 and you owe 80, the bank's going to say, okay, you'll just have to pay us back that difference oh, later. Yeah. Okay, but not a lot. But yeah, usually it's a, it's a smaller difference. Like, But usually a short sale is so way below, like it's even so below what they owe on the house. So if they owe 80K, they can short sell it for 62000 and and eat the, and eat the difference later. But it, stop, it freezes the foreclosure. But as a buyer... As a buyer, do 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 mortgage companies or loan companies want you to buy a short sale house? Yeah, they, they don't mind. The only thing with a short sale is, bro, like it normally takes ninety days to one hundred twenty days to close it. Oh, and I don't know why it takes so long. It just does because the bank is gonna make sure they accept that lower value of on the property, and it just takes so long to do a short sale. Now, sub twos usually makes the customer win because most investors are responsible and they do pay your payment on time. Uh, then what I've done, I gave like a few short sub twos away. The investors paid it on time. Plus they sold the properties and got them out of the person name. That's the responsible investor. So now what happened? For three years, your credit was on time for three years. Now it also got sold. So the house is completely going out your name. Now guess what? You can go out and buy another house. You know, yeah, I mean, it's got that's got that's 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 good, but it's got to suck to be like imprisoned, knowing that you can't buy another house, you can't do shit because you are foreclosed, but technically you're not foreclosed because somebody's paying on that house. Yeah, yeah. so the bank looked at it as we're good because you know, because remember your payment got caught up to zero, so because the, the investor came in, he caught your payment up, and then for the next three years, he made your payments on time. So like in the in the mortgage company, they don't know any of this, so. And the mortgage company, man, you're good, man. You're golden. You know, so the bank, you're good, too. Oh, okay, you had a hiccup three years ago. You know, no big deal. Last two years, you've been on time. Hey, okay, you, you just sold your house. Yeah, go ahead and get another one. And then by that time, the person should be on their feet or whatever, and they go buy another house. I mean, I, I have, man, I have. And, but the investor wins. This is how the investor wins. Like, my investor, I, I'm not going to say her name. She got the house for 20 k His payment was 900 bucks a month. She put a renter in there for fifteen hundred bucks a month. Okay, now she's cash flowing six hundred bucks. She cash flows six hundred bucks a month times twelve, whatever that is. Then times that by three. Then after the three years, she sold the house. It went up in value over one hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> so she made two hundred thousand plus on twenty thousand dollars. 
That's a win. That's money. What and are, that's how most of these work, man. What are, what are the people that what are the what what is the what are, what are, what is the process of those people that fucking go and pay your property tax and take your house from you? Yeah, man. Well, that's kind of hard to do, and usually you got a clouded deed because the reason the taxes haven't usually been paid is because of airship problems. Like the, the someone passed away, the uncle said it's his house, the aunt said it's her house. Uh, the brother-in-law is living in it. You know, it's always some wacky-ass situation. But if it's like a clean situation per se, and the person just can't pay the taxes, we came across that too. And the uh, same investor, you know, we, she got with my guy. Uh, she paid the taxes like 30000 20000 Okay, now you got to clean the deed, you know, and then she, she, uh, she sold the home. But the thing in Texas is, that person have two years to come back and pay their taxes or pay what you paid to the taxes and get the house back. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Cause I know, so they have to know that. I knew a guy, I knew a guy out here, his uh, father-in-law owned property in humble park out there in Chicago. And he yeah. owned, he owned like these big ass buildings. Like, you know, like when they had like multiple apartments and then they had like storefronts in the bottom and he got screwed out of one of his buildings, dude. Like, cause he was telling me the story about it. He was like, yeah, he got screwed. about he didn't pay his property taxes and he said he did, but they say he didn't. Some guy paid for it and then fucking snatched, snatched the building from his ass and then sold that bitch for millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Like, and then cause they're, they were, they're renovating the humble park. You know, they're, they're gentle for kind. What is it? Gentle, whatever. They're, they're moving, 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 moving the riffraff out and bringing in the, the yuppies, you know? And, oh yeah, uh, man! Investors went all day. Yeah, and that dude, I even learned that in real estate school. This guy was adamant. He kept saying, "I don't know why you guys want to be real estate agents. Investors win. Investors make all the money. You guys are just pawns." And he like he kept fucking putting us down. I'm like, "What a prick!" And then I got into real estate. I realized he was he was a right prick. He was right. He was right on everything he said, man. A right right guy. Yeah, well, he was what, in the right, I was in the wrong. That's what they say. Like, that's what, wrong, that's what Warren Buffett did. Like Warren Buffett, like fuck it. Everybody thinks that Warren Buffett is a a savvy um, stock market person. That one, he's he's super rich because of his fucking venture capitalism investments that he made. Like you know, he he did he gave he gave Apple, I think it was Apple alone, and he gave fuck I think Window, I think Microsoft alone and shit, and then he got a percentage. Off that shit, he didn't buy the stock. You know, he he got the percentage off of it, and he gets residual income from that. Shit. He gets fucking millions and millions of fucking dollars from it and shit. You know, a lot of I people learned. say that venture capitalism is the way to go. If you if you have a little bit of money and you can invest in somebody else's business, that's doing a kind of like the Shark Tank fuckers. You know what I mean? Shark Tank, yeah, yeah. And most of them guys are dicks, man. Uh, they say like that guy, the black guy, I forget his name. I had to just call him the black guy, but uh, <laughs> something, something. But uh, he said when he died, his kids is not getting a dime. He uh, said, my kids not getting my hard-earned money. Who gets it? Then? I'm like, damn, dude. You know? Like, Jimmy, like, that's tough. I mean, I get I get the philosophy. I get I get the philosophy of that because like that's that that goes back to where the fucking people be saying some shit like why I told you the other day when I said that same, but I told you I didn't want to butcher it. It was uh uh what does it say? It says it's just uh fucking hard times make tough men tough men make. oh yeah i get that you remember for that? sure and that's probably what he's trying to do you know he's saying like if i give my kids all this money he's gonna make them weak you know and then in time we'll make their kids weak and then we'll be a bunch of fucking family of pussies you know what i mean 
But I don't think, yeah. you know, like if, if I was a multimillionaire, dude, you know, I've obviously set my kids up for life, dude. But at the same time, you know, I teach them. It's, it's your job as a as the parent and as the person that made that money to show your kids the value of money. You know what I mean? You can I, I, I you know, like when people say you spoil kids when you make a lot of money to me, that's kind of like bullshit. You know, like it, it, if the kids are spoiled, it's not because you made a lot of money. It's because you made poor parenting choices, I think. You know, my personal opinion of that because like my 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 kids, obviously I'm not super fucking rich, right? But I can afford to give my kids my my kids had cell phones before any of those fuck any any of their fucking friends or kids at school had cell phones. You know, I gave my kids right off the bat, you know, like, you know, shit like that. Not because I thought it was cool or anything, just because I was an overprotective parent and like I always want to make sure like if something happened, my kids would have some type of way to shit, you know, whatever. And as my kids got older, you know, obviously I always buy them everything, you know, I get them like the new systems and all that shit. But I always taught my kids the value of money, you know, like, you know, like I make my kids work for it. My, my daughter right now is 14 years old, dude, and she works for me. You know, she she cleans bathrooms, she cleans toilets, she takes out trash. She hates going into certain restaurants because the way they smell, you know, she puts on gloves. She 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 cleans up shit from toilets, bro, here and there. You know what I mean? And she's happy. She's happy to get money, and she works for her money, and she values her money. My other daughter does the same shit. She works too, and she values her money. And I can buy her something, and then she'll say, "No, I don't want that. It's too expensive." Or she'll she'll save her money. Like I'm saving my money to get this. You know, it's not. They don't run to just go blow their fucking money because more money's coming in. You know what I mean? Like they yeah, have yeah, they no. have values. You know what I mean? Yeah, my daughter, man, my 18 year old, same way. I mean. In other ways, I wish she kind of chill out, but and 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 in that financial realm, man, she's she's pretty pretty good, and uh, she's not overly, you know, because you know with daughters, man, it's a little different. You know, I have two, and it's like I don't want them. I, it's better when dad give it to them. You know, I mean, I think, and I want me to be able to always, you know, give them what they really really need. If, what you if mean? It came down to it. Like, okay, like with some guys, they could be assholes. Uh-huh. So I don't want my daughter feeling like they got to goddamn kiss the dude's feet to get something. Right. I want them to know, hey, I could just call my dad and he's not going to like spoil me about it, but he's going to ask me what's going on, get the scenario. And if I really need it, I know he got my back, you know? Yeah. And that's, uh, that's how that, my wife that's, is with her dad. Yeah, you know, and that and that's how I want my, you know, my two daughters to be. So I don't try to, my, you know, I want them to understand the value of work. My daughter been working since she was 15. Started off with shitty jobs and, you know, her job is okay now, but, you know, as she go to college and things, her work ethic will hopefully get her an even better job. So, you know, I agree what you're saying, man, because it's like a lot of kids, man, a lot of, well, I always pick on 90 babies, but, uh, you know, it's like right now, if it's not right now, I'm going to go find a way to get it. And it don't matter how I get it. I'm going to just go get it. And it's like, damn, dude, like, Go fucking, you know, back in our day, man, hate to say it, like, but I'll get a lawnmower, I'll go custom yards, bro. And like, that's like, it was mandatory for me to go earn my own money, earn my own pay. My parents are still like that to this day. And it's like, you know, I get the concept for sure. You know, you don't want your kids not, but the movie I, my point was going to make, the movie I watched yesterday, bro, was Richie Rich, right? Mm-hmm. Well, um, okay. Yep. And uh, I thought that was so cool, man, how, how he was rich, but responsible from a young age. And then when his parents, he thought they was, they thought it was dead. He knew they wasn't, but he went to go take over the corporation uh-huh. <laughs> and he was making smart business moves. And it was like, man, that's how I want my, you know, 
my generation, if I ever get very wealthy, I would want, I would expect my kids to keep my empire going like Hershey, you know, and I, and I seen the school they was at Richie Rich. Some of the kids were playing golf in class, you know, like they had a greenery. Some of the kids read a newspaper. There was facts and stuff, you know, and back in the day that was pretty, you know, pretty cool, but it was, they was already going to school. Like they ran a corporation uh-huh. and it was just like, man, dude, it was, I don't know. It was just an awesome movie going back to rewatch it as a grown adult. And having a better sensation about it now than then is a pretty amazing thing, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. That, anyway, I, I think no, I, 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 uh, I feel, I feel what you were saying about you know your daughters, and I got three, I got three little girls too. You know what I mean? And I got one boy, and fucking, you know, my my goal for my girls is to not, you know, like you know how they say they they say you know watch how you treat your daughters because they end up marrying the man that their dad is or similar to yeah, you know, for sure. or they hate, you know, they have daddy issues and shit like that. Yeah. So like, but my daughters, you know, I want my daughters to be independent. Like I don't want them to want no man to, to, to take care of them. I want them to take care of themselves, you know, right. and they choose to be with the man because they want to, not because they need to, you know, and obviously yeah, sure. I want them to come back to me if they need help or whatever, but they, you know, I want them, you know, I don't want my kid. I, it, it, this shit's been sitting in my head all night for this shit too, but this is a different, 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 different topics same 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 thing yeah i want my daughters to feel want my kids to feel like they can talk to me right without without being worried that there's going to be consequences for what they've done it's hard to do that because of the fact that you're trying to raise your kids you know what i mean you're not friends with your kids you know what i mean you're you're not their friend you're their parent thanks i worry that I'm doing the wrong thing sometimes, though, when I'm too tough on them because would they are they too scared to tell me things? Are they too scared? They think they're gonna get in big trouble. And I and I really I really like I, I was thinking about it the other day and I was just like you know because my daughter didn't want to tell me about I don't know what the fuck she wanted she wanted something but she told her mom but she didn't tell me right yeah and I told my daughter why don't you know you can tell me and she was like well I already told mom and da da and I was like all right whatever you know like I get you know like it's like I'm not you know I guess I'm not the easiest person to to ask shit for because you know I'm gonna say no because I'm, I'm gonna say no you know I'm like you gotta work for yeah, this yeah, shit you dads, know man. Yeah. but I get my kids, I always get my kids whatever you know like at the end of the day bro they know I'm gonna break you know what I mean I complained the same I complained the same way my my uh, my my older friend he said look dads we we just get it like that I got you bro I'm following though I'm trying. So then, okay, so that's one thing, right? But then, dude, I watched this fucking video the other day, bro, which I shouldn't have fucking watched, man. And it kind of like it, it kind of like hurt me internally, bro, and mentally, bro. And I and, and once I tell you the video, you know exactly what what video you should know. It's it's uh at least the the, the audience will know because it's been all over social media, man. I don't even know how I stumbled across it, but it was that video of that little boy that got shot by his cousin in the bathroom on Instagram Live. He was fourteen and she was twelve. And they were playing with a gun and they were they were on live and it was like at two o'clock in the morning or some shit like that. And in the video, the little girl puts the gun to his head and she doesn't mean to squeeze the trigger. She put she like rubs her fa- finger against it and pop, shot him, killed him instantly, dropped. She freaks the fuck out, dude, falls to the ground, grabs the gun and shoots herself in the head. Gosh. And, and you can see her, you know, you can see when she gets hit. And they were saying that she murdered her cousin and committed suicide. And I'm looking at it like the fuck she did. That little girl, I, I feel bad for the little boy. He died, right? I get, the, I yeah. feel bad for him, right? Like sad, but he died instantly. That little girl had to live with the fact that she just killed her cousin, and instantly, and had to, and, and had to live with the fact that in those few seconds, she went through so much emotional stress that she shot herself. 
made the decision yeah, to shoot herself. And and then the, not just that, the fact the fact of the you know the fear that she felt that in those few seconds that nobody would ever listen to her or how much trouble did she get into that she thought the best way out was to fucking shoot herself. That's dude, that, that's man. to me that scares the shit out of me with my kids. Like, do my am I am I too strict on my kids where my kids wouldn't even think to they could talk out of or talk to you know you know something but then shoot to kill themselves is the answer yeah no 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 the no fear dude, i mean you know the fear I mean, I, i'll i'll say it like this i'm glad we started this or i'm glad you started this podcast man because man i mean you know this topic i can go on a while on but it's like that we have the compassion to even acknowledge this man it's, it's like you know i apply to be a detective and uh, you know, I don't. I don't think I. You know, I don't know. They never called me now. But it was because I could see stuff. How you just seen that? It takes a mind to be able to see something like that. Everybody else, everybody else's eyes, it would be like, oh no, she just she's killed. You know how how you just said it? Oh, she killed herself. And but you could we can you know we can say okay no, she was thinking about oh I would have to go through jail. I would have to go through this. I would have to explain myself. I would have to. And that was, you know, in her mind, the most logical thing to do, you know. And it's just like it's a, it's, it's sadding, man, that this is getting down to the to the to the children, man. Because you know, kids used to be everything. And um, <clears throat> well, my daughter, I don't even put this out, but I terrified her of boys. Every boy that would come around, I'll jack up or I'll. It was only like one or two. I'll really be like stern. Uh, about I'll be I'll cuss like who that and he'll be with his mom you know and I still will you know because that's how my dad was with my sister but you know I realized that wasn't the best thing at all man because you know uh, it just it just wasn't good I did that I should have been more uh, explaining to her why I didn't want her hanging with boy or hanging with boys and she never hung with a lot of boys it was just like. One time I met one guy and that one guy, I, she was already in, she was already 17, you uh -huh. know, and I still fucking snap. I still spaz. 17. I still spaz. And now she don't really hang with guys. She hang more with, 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 uh, with girls. I think I feel, I feel like I traumatized her and, uh, you know, she brought a, a guy friend over, you know, the other day and I'm, I'm more, you know, Hey man, what's up? You know, how you doing, man? Uh, you know, you want some tea? You know, I'm more like, nice because it's like you know i want grandkids one day you know and uh i'm not trying to be as aggressive as i was man i, I just think I, I completely traumatized her because i was just so you know i grew up on hard speech and you know kind of like had tough skin and my mom you know she'll say she'll discipline you know us with words me and my sister nothing very negative but she'll tell us how i was and i was just used to that man it's like the times are changing now, I feel, where kids aren't as loved on where you knew. I'm not saying our kids, but you knew even when you was corrected, like they, my parents love me and society have built like a trap in a way with all this stuff they're pushing and these agendas where kids don't feel safe anymore outside of the home like we used to. Not saying anything with yours or mine. I'm just using this for general uh -huh. uh, example. And it's like, I don't want them feeling the pressure of the world. Because the world don't protect kids anymore. But that, but that, so kids I, may be protected in the house, but not in the world, you know. But I think, I think, I think that I'm grabbing a beer. Hold on a second. I How think, good, bro? I think that, you know, I I have the same thought, but I think that that's where we're fucking up, man. I think that's where we're yeah. fucking up because I feel 
Like I'm my like my when I was growing up, my dad my dad was not the greatest. You know, my mom wasn't either. You know what I mean? So it's like they were very aggressive in a lot of different ways. And um, but the point the point that I was trying to make is the trauma that you went through, and obviously trying to break it so you don't do the same thing to your kids is hard. You know, like what you just said about your dad, the way he spoke to your sisters. Yeah. Like my my you know my with my with my sisters and my daughters. I saw I saw the way my parents were with them and I don't want to be like that with my my kids but at the same time I saw how my sisters turned out and with my daughter like she's she's 14 right she's talking to little boys or whatever she's scared to tell me about it but I don't get aggressive with her about little boys or anything like you know I just tell her straight up like hey if you're going to be downstairs or you're going to be in this uh, with this little boy whatever you, your sister needs to be with you if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna go over here, you gotta keep your phone with you. You know, I'm not I'm I'm not one to I'm not gonna be that dad that's like, well, why are you why are you hanging out with that little boy for? Fuck that shit, right? And the reason why I'm not gonna be like that, man, is because I gotta allow my daughter to make her own decisions and choices. I gotta educate her about the consequences and shit, but I can't I cannot sit there and like hover because because then I'll make the biggest mistake of my life by teaching my daughter that she she doesn't have any free will to make any decision and that would haunt her for the rest of her life you know it come for anything jobs meeting friends you know going out having a fucking life you know her dad was so overprotective and da 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 so i don't want to be that dad you know obviously i'll fuck a dude up he fucking touches my daughter and like that but i won't let my daughter feel that daddy's being aggressive and and shit like that i just don't i don't know i i can't and then i watch and i and i think of myself i think of myself man one day, dude, my daughter's going to bring a fucking asshole to the house that's like me. I can imagine what I did to Adriana's dad, my wife's dad, my father-in-law. Yeah. Bro, I was a total dick to that dude. You know what I mean? I said, I said some of the meanest, rudest fucking shit to him, bro, you know? And I could just, and now that I'm a dad, bro, I'd break my face open if I was his dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's, it's funny, man. It's funny how... I'm not going to say getting older, man, but just getting wiser, man. You see like, oh, snap, you know? Like, damn, I, I was a rude little motherfucker, dude. Oh, man. man. Th- yeah, man. You know, I think about some of the stuff, and I'm like, gee, you know, yeah, I was I was bold, man, you know, in some ways, man. And uh, But, no, I got you, dude. Yeah. I mean, like I say, wise decision, man. And, you know, it's just like I, I totally get it. And I, I get, you know, like having daughters, man, just make me realize so much more. Even stuff, you know, I'm divorced. But even some of my ex-wife used to tell me, you know, I, I didn't get it at the time. Like, well, you want someone treating your daughter like that? At the time, I didn't see it. And then it took my daughters to get a little older. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it. More gentle. Yeah, you know, less. That's, that's the one yeah. thing. That's that's <laughs> the one thing that I remember. Because I grew up in a house full of females, dude. You know what I mean? My grandma, yeah. my mom, my sisters. And I, and I had a lot of my friends were just female friends. You know, I had a lot of female friends. And yeah. one thing that I always remember hearing growing up, man, a lot of these girls were like fucked up, you know? The girls that I hung out with, a lot of these girls that I would meet and, and, and hang out with or whatever, there's something traumatizing always happened to these females. And I was like, damn, man, it, it's, it's got to be a hard life to be a female, man. All you hear is about, like, their uncle molested them or somebody touched yeah, them man. or, you know, their dad abuses yeah. them. And I'm like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, I, my, my sisters didn't have that shit with my family. I mean, you know, like, you know what I mean? But you hear, you hear, you, you hear that shit all the fucking time, right? So I'm like, and then I would hear... Uh, you know, I would hear uh, fucking I would watch I would actually watch females like my mom or, like you know, like people that you think are strong, bro. And then a man comes in and like 
manipulates the shit out of them and all of a sudden they there's weak vessel dude that this man dominates over you know yeah, I fucking oh, I, yeah. and I fucking hated that dude you know and I'm a man bro you know what I mean and I hated I that it. shit Perfect. and fucking and when I got with mine with mine and and we had we had daughters you know one of my biggest fears was them wanting a man to take care of them you know like i would tell my wife like i know yeah. you're, i know you're my wife and everything and I'm, I'm the man and everything but i want you to be independent you know i want you to be strong i want you to have free will i want you to have your own mind i don't want you to do whatever i want to do and we would argue and fight about this shit bro like we would fight and argue about her not being strong enough in my mind like what if i died tomorrow you know, can you can you honestly say that you can take care of the, the family without having to marry a man to manipulate you and then molest my daughters because you're yeah. so in love with him that you don't even see it? You know, can you know, I was I was like, that's that, I don't know why. I don't know why I thought like that. But like I, I had this I had this feeling like you need to empower the female. You know what I mean? Like the female needs to be yeah. empowered. Yeah. Not just the boy, you know. And I would always and I would always remember the saying that somebody I don't know who the fuck told me that shit that would say that the daughters will marry their fathers. You know, and the fathers will marry their, 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 their the, the sons will marry the mothers. And it's in a type of way, you know, like the, the reflection of the way the father treats his daughter will define what type of man that she ends up with. Right. And, and maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't fucking know, dude. But in my mind, I felt like it's true. So when I yell at my daughters and I'm disciplining them, you know, I tell them, like, I don't want you to end up with a man that will do this to you and hurt you and then buy you something to make you feel good. So then you're used to being yelled at and then being bought something, excuse me, being bought something and it's okay because that, that means that the man can abuse you and all he's got to do is buy you a purse and you'll be fine with it. I don't want you guys to take this from this lesson that I'm trying to teach you because I'm your dad and I'm yelling at you and I'm, and I'm upset with you, you know? And, and yes, in in a couple hours, I'm going to get over it and you're going to ask me for something and I'm going to go buy it for you because you're my daughter and you're my baby and I'm going to buy it for you. But I don't want you to think that it's okay for a man to yell at you and then go buy you something and make you feel good because that's not, that's not what you know, like I don't want that because that's a bad that to me that's a toxic trait. I think. Oh know. yeah, Mr. Pierce. I mean, because you know, I guess you know us knowing that most guys feel like women are possessions. You're uh, muffled. You're muffled. Oh, my bad. There you go. Do you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. You know, because yeah, when you get out in the real world, and our daughters are out in the real world. You know, we know how guys are, man, and some of it is sicky. You know how they how they feel and think women are and. You know, so what's this like? Yeah, I, I want my my daughters isolated as much as from that as, as as could be. You know, find a good gentleman. You know, and uh, you know, yeah, like you say, you know, if a guy's like me, I'm not mad. Even if he's like a little not controlling, but he's just trying to, you know, protect, be a protector. Like I get it. I'm not gonna jump down a guy's throat. You know what I'm saying? If he's a good dude, you know, I feel like he's a good dude. I'm tell, I mean, I'll give my daughter advice. Just, you know, kind of listen to him, you know? And it was crazy because when I dated my, uh, you know, my first daughter's mom, she's French. And her dad, you know, he's like full, like, you will say like Creole, but he's a light-skinned guy, speak French, but he was like a hunter. He fished. I mean, the guy drove motorcycles. Like anything that was manly, man, this guy did. And then he was always in shape, man, like worked out, six-packed up. And he's always tell, like, you know, his daughter, which was my girlfriend at the time, He'll be like, hey, stay with this guy. You know, like he's seen something in me. Like, hey, he's a good dude, you know. And uh, of course, that didn't work out because I guess when the dad says it, you know, at this generation, it was like, ah, oh, nah, you know. But it was just like, you know, he knew. And like, that's how I would be, you know, that's how hopefully, you know, when my daughter's bringing these guys home, you know, like you say, man, he's not a goddamn asshole, controlling freak. Uh, get my daughter to, you know, want to do everything that he wants to fucking do, you know. 
she have no life, you know. I, I mean, you know, we're just trying to protect him from that because there's some assholes out here, man. Oh, you know, for, I for think sure, you know dude. that. And, yeah, yes, it's just absolutely. like absolutely. I don't want you to be miserable. You know what I'm saying? So now I do see what my ex wife was saying. I wasn't I wasn't the best uh, to her by far. I was more chauvinistic ass jerk, you know. And I could be the first to admit that, dude. I, I thought, you know, I thought I was the best thing that ever happened to her, you know. But I was a, <laughs> I was, I was a maniac, dude. You know, so. fucking narcissist, dude. Conceited. Oh yeah, I, I, I definitely was, dude. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I mean, you know, so I tell her that, you know. But hey, I don't mean I can't be a good dad. <laughs> you're, hey, you're muffled. You're muffled, bro. Sorry, man. Uh, you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. What do you do? When you, what, do you, what do you do? What do you, what do you, what do you do when you're you know? muffled, when you're muffled like that? Oh, I got it. This phone sucks. I got to unspeak it. Unspeak it. Hit the speaker button. Then hit the speaker button again. That's so crazy, dude. Oh. Uh, but nah, man. But nah. Anyway, I get it, dude. Uh, that was a good. But yeah, man. Hopefully, with the kick knowledge thing, man. Even you know more of the young guys, 17, 18, 19, 20 in time, will start picking up game, and you know. I don't know, man. I feel like the youth need to be directed, man, somewhere too, man. That's, you know what I mean? That's that's the goal, man. Like my my goal, my goal is 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 you know this wasn't even a concept of mine, dude. But then it became one, and now that it now that it is one, my goal is to to grow this business and ideals and ideas and and then like and and, and put them in my kids, man. Because this is for the long haul. This is not this is not like you know just a fad. You know, this is this is an investment. This is a, this is like an uh, I don't know. It's like a movement, in my mind. No, no, I, and I see it growing every day. And uh, I don't know if you remember my one friend. I'm gonna put his name out there. Uh, Cortland. No, 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 Jared. Jared, right? Uh, I forgot it. But you, I, dude, I remember Cortland the other day when you were talking. I was like, damn, what happened to Cortland, dude? Demetrius yeah, he's like, he's like on the tail kick now. But uh, but Jared used to always tell me. He said, hey, dude, I had a vision, and like he was gonna be working with the youth, right? And I'm, I'm thinking, my mind, I hate the youth. You know, <laughs> at the time, dude, I was like, I hate the youth. Like, I was like, oh, that's far fetched, dude. You know, but as I, as I, okay, what happened? This is why, Gary. You know, five years ago, I had a DWI. I had seven police pull guns on me. Seven, and this was for the second time. They all put guns to my head. All seven cops. So that kind of caused me to have a heart attack. You know, that's why I'm kind of breathing heavy now. Besides being overweight, but. Okay, let me see where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah, I, I had to ride in Ubers after this. So for the last five or six years, I have, I think I have driven in over like, it's close to like 20,000. It's something crazy, like a crazy number. I have like over like 12,000 rides. <clears throat> so the experience I have gotten from people, man, been pretty immaculate. So it's like when I see people of all walks in life, all shades of life, like I have seen the most, you know, I have been around all P, I feel like every type of person in the world, and I could I have taken something positive from 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 everyone, you know, of of every shape, size, color, religion you could think of, man. And that made me put the whole world in another perspective, right? And like when uh, I'm not gonna get like too deep, but like when Paul say like love covers all, like when you're doing something, bro, you're passionate about, where people could come and express themselves or uh, you know, get whatever type of uh, uh embracing that they need because some people need that man it makes me want to drive to do that for people you know of uh of, of uh, all walks and paths and ways of life man you know and uh i think that's what the world is missing dude everybody want to like sanction everything or put everything in a particular like tribe or bubble or whatever democrat republican black or white and 
all label, that, dude. Label everything. Labels that y'all like. Something needs to come out for everybody of, of, of all shapes, all walks of life. And because you got some awesome people, man, that, that like my buddy Bobby, like all he likes is like techno. I'm not a techno guy. You know what I'm saying? I actually don't prefer techno, but it's cool. I listen to it. But we have so much other stuff in common, you know, that it's like just because we don't have one thing in common don't mean we don't have other things in common, man. I, that's what I notice about people, man. Like when you get to really talk to people, man, you just realize how much you can have in common with someone that's completely different or opposite from you, you know. And that's why I'm like with the kick knowledge, man, I can see that vision. I'm not saying it's going to come to pass, dude, but I can see a vision of like, <laughs> you know, like everybody want to be a part of this, man, you know, because it's so diverse for everybody. Cause everybody goes through shit, man. And that country singer that everybody like and think Jelly Roll, uh-huh. like he's touching people's soul, dude. Because everybody goes through shit or been through shit, bro. Or you know, I it's just, like no one really addresses it. But I'm here. I, I just had a conversation with somebody about Jelly Roll the other day, bro. And I was like telling yeah. them, I was telling them, like you know, like I was listening to Jelly Roll like fucking five years ago, and yeah. uh, and then like one of my biggest things with Jelly Roll was like two or three years ago, I was listening to that Somebody Save Me song. And I had put it yeah. on. I had I had like downloaded it on a third third party source because you couldn't find it nowhere, and because Jelly Roll wasn't popular, dude. I heard I heard Jelly Roll a long ass time ago, and then I put him. I I finally got the the song and I put it on my ringtone, and people were like, "Who's that? Who's that?" You know, and they were like, "I was like, oh, it's Jelly Roll." Like, who the fuck is Jelly Roll? And I was like, oh, it's, you know, you you don't know who the fuck that is." And like you couldn't go on Spotify and type in his name because nothing would pop up. If you went on, if you went on YouTube. It would be like like the fucking I don't know like the third or the fourth page down when you finally find the dude, you know he didn't pop up like it wasn't nobody really knew who he was, and I was talking about I was talking about Jelly Roll to this person I was like yeah you know I you know I used to play his music all the fucking time I introduced him to a lot of fucking people not him physically his music though right, and I was like you know. And then they're like, so what are you trying to say? I was like, what I'm trying to say, man, if it wasn't for me, Jelly Roll wouldn't be fucking famous, man. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was advertising. Yeah. <laughs> I was advertising his yeah. music for it's the longest fucking time, man. <laughs> nah, but yeah, Jelly Roll is dope, bro. What'd you say? Yeah. Man. I said, that's how I feel about Zero a lot of times. I, I, didn't know, I, I didn't know about Zero until I didn't know about Zero until you and Sean told me about Zero and I had gone to. Where did I go, man? I think I was going. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to fucking Waco. I think I was. I don't know. I think I was going to Temple, not Temple. Maybe on my way to San Antonio. I don't remember. But I was. I was on my car, man. I was driving, and then I remember. I remember fucking um, uh, pulling into a gas station. I think I had Lalo with me. I don't remember. I was driving. I was driving my fucking car though, and I was pulling into a gas station, and there was this bus, and it had like some dude's face on it, right? And like, like a tour bus, you know. And all these young dudes jumped out of this fucking bus. Yeah. You know, wearing all street gear and shit, you know, and having CDs in their hands. And they were running around, dude, like running around everywhere, you know, trying to get into everybody's cars and shit. And this and this white dude came up to me and he was, you know, dressed in all black and he had zero shirt on and he had like this record label on his hat and he had like a fucking grill in his mouth and shit. He's all tatted up and shit. And he's like, he's knocking on my window and shit. And he's, man, you want to you buy this track? blah 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 and he's like listen to the track listen to the track and he's like it has a cd right not an mp3 this is still cds you know we're talking about here and i was like all right so then he put he popped pop it in my car and i play it and i was like all right and he's like i was like this is this is good like who is this like he's like who is this i was like yeah who is this like this is zero i was like fuck is zero 
And he looked at yeah. me like he was going to punch me in my face, bro. He was like, what the fuck you mean? Who the fuck is zero, man? You know, I was just yeah, looking. Man. And I was like, all right, bro, I'm just going to, I don't want no problems, bro. I'll just buy it. Because look, I'm, I'm, I'm in the wrong, I'm, a, I'm in the wrong motherfucking state, bro. I'm not even from Texas, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see all these Texas dudes like, you know, coming up in my car and shit. Like, this motherfucker don't know who zero is. That's what he was like, announcing it all out and shit, you know? But I'll get my yeah, ass beat. So I bought, I bought the CD. I bought two for 20. You know about two for two. We, we used to get we used to get a real sensitive about zero, man. And uh, you know, like I say, bro, it's just I don't know, man. It's just something about Texas to me. Oh yeah, period. I want to ask you though, dude. It's probably should ask this offline. Whatever happened to your cousin, man? That was uh in San Antonio. Uh he they're still there. Oh, okay, I you think, talking I about, think you talking about my, my, yeah, you, you met my cousin Ricky. Yeah, he ended up. Yeah, he used to call me a couple times too, man. I haven't heard from him in a while. He fucking okay. he, he worked for US. I don't know what he did, but then he ended up he ended up going like backpacking through China and shit. Like he got married. Okay. He got married to a really cool lady and um they had two babies now. But he got he he like went before he got married or before yeah, before he got married, he went he went backpacking. I think he's like something in the, in the, like the wall of China and then the Great Wall of China and then he like their wedding was in Naples in Italy. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember that. Cool yeah Ricky, cat, Ricky, Ricky's still doing good, bro. Yeah, he's out there. He's out there doing whatever the fuck he's. Doing. I don't really talk to him that much. I mean, I don't really talk to any of my family members, bro. And I forgot you met him because the day you met him, the day you met Ricky, it was like the first time me and Ricky hung out. That's my cousin. That's been my cousin, my, my cousin and shit. But I don't, I don't, I've never fucked with him, bro. And like that was man, the first man, time he called me like once or twice after you know you moved back or whatever. If I'm not mistaken, we know then I was just, I was so much younger, man. My mind was so much, I could remember shit and so much faster. I don't know. Because so, we were, we were, I, we, we were drinking in my sister's house. Yeah, I, to, I remember that day. That's when yeah, I bought yeah, the I tattoo, the tattoo kit. And then like, you were talking about going to a club and all this shit. And then we were like, I was like, nah, let's just, let's just drink these beers. I'm going to go get more beer. And then we were sitting on the table. We got, we got, we got like a 48 pack or something. We got fucked pack. up. Yeah, dude. We were fucked up though. <laughs> I was, Ricky was yeah, like, give me a tattoo right one. now, man. Give me a tattoo right I want a big old cross on my arm. And I was like, bro, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just bought this shit. I was like, yeah, I remember, bro. I remember you tatted yourself a couple times. Remember when you came to work? Oh, you yeah. Know, and then I, I think you went back right as you got better, and I mean, I said no was a dope. Well, you 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 have changed those up, huh? Yeah, or I got I, more. I still got I still got the original ones, bro. The ones that I did right there in front of you guys. I, I did that six three zero shit. I still I still have them. I did, and I added a shit little more. I'm not the greatest, obviously, especially when I'm drunk. I fuck everything up, but I don't give a fuck. I did I did my own shit, and then like I got everything. Like, I look at my pictures on Instagram. That's the, all the tattoos. And I did, I'm, saying, I did I'm saying you didn't have as many when you did your first one. I don't recall you having as many, but now you I didn't got have more any. I didn't okay, have I didn't have any like yeah when I did my first that's what, that's what I meant by when I said it looked better it just you know you added more so now you got like a full sleeve whatever you got oh yeah but I was like okay. yeah, yeah it blends in it blends in good is that what I'm trying to say yeah I didn't have any my my, my homeboy one of my homeboys in Cali was like uh, cause my boy my boy Tom man and Daryl. When I was in California, and they were because these cats were big on tattoos, right? Because I had just when I when I because when I left Texas when I left San when I left Texas, I fucking went to Cali, right? And I was out, I was out there by Vasily and Hanford and Fresno, and my buddies were I met my buddies out there, uh, Tone and uh, Daryl, and they were big on tattoos. Like Cali's big on tattoos, man. And these fools took me to uh, a Sudanio's house. And this dude was like tatted up, like tatted up. You know what I mean? 
and uh oh yeah he was he he had all the guns and everything like you know he he did he did taggings and graffiti and shit so he was teaching me how to how to do tattoos or whatever and he gave me a tattoo on my arm and uh, with my guns and shit with my equipment and my ink he gave me a tattoo and my buddies are rappers you know what i mean they were freestyle rapping and they were good too man like fucking tone kind of kind of remind me like kooji rap and shit like you know like his styles p you got that east coast style rap yeah and then daryl daryl rap too and shit and i would freestyle with them too and shit and you know we would sit there rapping one time this motherfucker clown on my ass bro talking about like uh, i can't i can't think of the exact words that he said but he says some i can't make it rhyme like way he said it but he says some shit like this motherfucker think he's like something something look at this fool it looks like he's got he's got tattoos on his arm like what looks like his kids did it with crayons or some shit like that bro had me bro bro clown on me hard as fuck about my tattoos yeah. I, was like, I was like oh you got me motherfucker because it do look like a 12 year old did it with them crayons and shit like you call it on my call it on my arm and shit bro got me though that shit was funny as fuck so tony y'all nah, bro like man bro nah man i just i just remember you know i, I remember this stuff in like little pieces because you know they say alcohol kill brain cells and i you drank, I definitely have a definitely bag. drank a lot back then. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I drink a lot now. So for the last month, I've been cutting down, dude. I think I only drank like four days out of the last 24. So I'm like, that's an improvement. So I'm gonna try to keep that going. And um, but yeah, dude, man, it's, it's been an awesome ride, man. Hopefully, like I say, bro, we can end it out with the kick knowledge. Not saying the world about to end, but hey. Bro, the world's Man, getting the world's getting pretty it. fucked up, bro. That's what I was yeah, gonna do this podcast about, actually. But we'll do another podcast because I got I want to do a podcast like a, I want to do a second part of the UFO, the UFO shit because the, the disclosure that they had, the government had the disclosure about the UFOs. Are they real? They're not. Pretty much that they're real. I'm talking about talking about the the technology that they have. They're they're releasing the recent information. The fact that that one that landed in Las Vegas is crazy, but the fact that the government is 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 talking about it now. Is, is also but you know they're not they're not publicly they're publicly coming out but they're coming out very quietly you know they're not they're not you know it's not all over cnn it's not all over msnbc it's kind of like it's kind of like you know you know when something when something big happens and you watch cnn right and then yeah. when you're flipping through the channels you see like a you know what a c-span is oh yeah, yeah i see c-span okay so but a lot of people don't know what c-span is you know c-span c-span is a, it used to be i don't even see span still exists but they used to have like an uh a show it used to be like 24 7 or like at least almost a whole fucking day of a camera inside the capitol the capitol like in congress or some shit where they're making their votes boring as fuck yeah, yeah. You know? boring as shit yeah, boring yeah. as shit that's pretty much what they're doing with the disclosures they're 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 doing it in the nighttime late hours on a channel that nobody knows about fucking talking about aliens you know so it's you know the government's making the announcements that it's real and uh, you know we gotta look up that we gotta look up at the, the the factual facts about everything. You know what's gonna happen, how it's gonna happen, the technology that's being that's gonna be discussed. You know, like the shit that Snowden said. The whistleblowers are all coming out. Arrow is backing them up. You know, so it's like it's getting it's getting very very interesting, especially with all the things that are happening in the world. Is there a reason why this shit's happening? That's why I told you when I called you, and I and I was listening to the disclosure. And I was listening to uh, some of the interviews that they were they were having or the discussions they were having, and then the podcast that we did the other day. And you were talking about the, what you were saying about the Nephilims and the Anunnakis and the Sumerians and the Watchers and shit. And that's pretty much what they were like, not saying their names. I mean, it gets it gets it gets fucking it gets fucking so technical. The shit that they're saying, bro. They're saying, let's say hypothetically speaking, they say aliens are real, right? 
Yeah, say, oh yeah, man. even in ancient times, but, I remember but, all the but, stuff. But, he brought right, but listen, 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 listen to this. Yeah. So they say the aliens are real, right? And then yeah. the aliens are real, but they're not. They're not evil. Okay, not these. Yeah. These species, they said like there's 70 different species, right? And they're saying that they're real, and that they don't want to fuck with us. They're not here to fuck with us. They're, you know, they're they're worried about our reverse engineering and technology that they left here on accident when when the first nuke was dropped. They, when a nuclear bomb goes off, the the, the 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 waves that it caused it caused disruption in their their instruments so they came down here to like see what the fuck was going on supposedly I mean, there's a lot of stories about area 51 in roswell but they're saying like the technology is so crazy great right they they have spaceships america has in russia china the the world has these spaceships that they've been they've been disguising them as like you know they haven't been telling us about it, but so they've been letting, they, they've been leading us on to believe that they're UFOs, right? Extraterrestrials. Uh, they're not. They're our technology. And the little gray people that people have said that they have seen that have abducted them or did shit to them, whatever, that those are not aliens. Those those are those are those are drones that were created by the technology with fiber optics and shit like that to man these machines, you know, because they're the machines are so high tech. And like you know, there's the disclosure that's coming out, bro. It's fucking nuts, dude. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa. You know, like and then so pretty much saying our drones are sucking people up. They're pretty much saying what they're saying is what was what uh, Mr. Uh, What's his name? The that guy, that scientist, that Nazi scientist that came to NASA. What's his name, man? You know what I'm talking about? The the guy that fucking pretty much invented the nuclear bomb. The uh, van, the guy that invented the rocket to go to space. Fucking van, van, some shit. I can't think of his fucking name that I'm seeing here, but I know his name. I can't remember his yeah, name. I can't think of it. He's, anyway, he was a German Nazi that scientist, and he came over here. But he said he said in the end, when he died, when he died, the secretary that was with him said that the one thing that he said that in the end, the government in the very end, when everything is over, he said he says, uh, "Look out for the fake alien invasion." You know that it's going to be fake. The government's going to orchestrate it. And well, he, yeah, that, that, that's even like biblically. They said, uh, I gotta get the exact scripture, but he said it will be signs and wonders from the sky. Oh, for sure. But even Reagan so, said, even Reagan said during the Cold War when he when he when he launched out Star Wars, and I'm not talking about the fucking movie, I'm talking about I'm talking about the satellite defense system. When he launched out Star Wars, he said that they need to think about the threat above. You know, he said that uh, you know, one one common threat would be the threat above, you know, that would that would unite the planet itself. So if these things are not, if these things are not evil and they're not, they're not mischievous and they're not, uh, they're not, they're not here to cause damage. The government knows that because they know that they're not evil. So the government could have made, you know, it's a, what they're saying is that these drones that are made to look like them, but to operate under these, uh, you know, these, these, these guidelines or whatever. And to, and if you think, and if you think that this is so far fetched. If you're gonna call me a conspiracy nut, right? And you think that this is so far fetched, let me let me explain something. When it comes to technology, the technology that we have today that you think is so fucking advanced is 20 years behind, or if not 30 years behind, what what, what technology the government has. So if we have if we have AI, artificial intelligence, robots that look like humans, and we have drone technology, unmanned drone technology. You're telling me that you don't think that the government, if the government has advancements over 30 years more advanced, you don't think the government would have a little gray alien that's a fucking a drone that can do whatever the government tells it to do? 
with an AI brain. Nah, I believe it, but I not you, not believe... you. I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the people out oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But I also believe too that aliens are real. You know what I mean? No, I know. So... I think aliens are real too. What I'm saying is, I don't think they're. I don't think they're evil. Because I think if, oh, yeah, if, yeah. if aliens are real, if aliens are real and they're evil, what's stopping them from blowing us the fuck up right now? That's what I'm saying. Any any anything that had access to this planet this long, come on, bro. It's 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 not. You know what I mean? And I do believe it's not coming up. And I do believe what I told you the other day. I do. I, I honestly, God, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that the world is flat. I don't believe the world's flat. But I do believe that there's other lands out there that we don't know about. You know yeah, I, mean? man, I, 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 I believe I that 100. percent I could co-sign you on, on that 100, percent man. So yeah. So we'll do. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, man, we'll, we'll be ready for the next one, bro. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we're gonna set up another one for the next one, and we'll do, we'll do, because I also, also want to do the UFO part thing. I want to do the UFO part too, but then I also want to do is America under attack too, because there's a lot of shit that's going on here that are happening that's like crazy, bro. To think that what the fuck. Like oh yeah, a, like like the truck that just exploded with all the chemicals in it, or something like that, in the river. Bro, like, dude, there was a tanker that fucking. There's a tanker that fucking blew up, and and blew up a fucking bridge. Like that, you yeah, that's, that's that domestic terrorism bomb right there. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah and it all started with that balloon, bro. Or that, or that fucking, or that, or that cattle farm in Texas with the pipeline that fucking went bad and blew up or that fucking cattle farm that blew up and killed like three, 5,000 or fucking 15,000 heads of cow. You know what I mean? Yeah, like bro, that's not a terrorist attack. They, all these movies I've been watching lately on YouTube, bro, like right before this stuff happened, like all this stuff is on YouTube. All these inner world movies are like one of them was all the cattle was there, you know, and then, then the fucking, you know, disaster came into play, bro. So it's just like, yeah, bro. The government knows. They just can't tell everybody at one time. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to do. We're gonna, you're a little muffled, but we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do. Um, we're gonna have to do a, a podcast. Is America under attack or the attacks in America? Are they attacks? I don't fucking know. But I want. I really want to fucking get. You know, I really want to get some input on that shit. I've been doing research. I got a whole fucking list. It's like it's like it's like fucking fifty, sixty different events that happen in a few months. You know, like, and it's like, is it a co- no. is it a coincidence? I don't know, man. Because I mean, they saying it's a terrorist attack, man. That's what they're saying, bro. And like I say, we could go into that. Uh, I don't know if you can see me. The last uh, one we did, I know my phone was uh my Facebook was disactivated. I was trying to chill out for a second for the UFO but, uh, one. I activated my, not my Facebook. Did, did you post the one we did last time? Or we still? No, no, it's, it's 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 on Spotify, bro. All you gotta do is just go on. Well, let me just tell the, tell the listeners, too. All you got to do is just go on Spotify.com and type in Kick Knowledge Podcast and find it. Or you can go on Amazon Music, type in Kick Knowledge Podcast, find it that way. Or you can go on Google Podcast, type in Kick Knowledge Podcast, find it that way. Or you can go on iHeartRadio and type in Kick Knowledge Podcast, find it that way. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on um, uh, Radio, uh, Radio Republic, too. You can find it. You can find it on there. You can go on YouTube. And type in Kick Knowledge Podcast, and you can find the channel, and you can. And I, I didn't know we had a channel. I know you had a channel, man, for sure. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube, Kick Knowledge Podcast. It's a, there's a channel there, and, you, and I upload all the new uh, podcast. Well, I haven't done it lately. I just did it. I did the last one though, so I'm gonna start uploading the new ones on there too. So yeah, it's it's on every fucking platform pretty much. Okay, so yeah, can, yeah. Well, my my phone is like back to something they probably had in the '90s. But I, but I'll it's send it to you either way. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. But you, nah, you can tell anybody. Yeah, I gotta get a new phone, dude. I gotta get up to speed. This is embarrassing or, at this point. And as a matter of fact, you can actually go on Facebook, bro, and go go on Facebook. And I know you have the Kick Knowledge Podcast Facebook page. 
on there because you because you follow it. You, it's on there too. You can see you can okay. see that it's on there too. It's well, yeah, I'm gonna go back and listen to the other ones I missed with your buddies too. That way I'm up to date on everything, man. And look, bro, another sign. Guess what I just found? Huh? A plane ticket going from Philly to Chicago. Yeah, it's time to make a trip. <laughs> from years ago. That's crazy, huh? I said it's time to make a trip. Yeah, yeah, time to make a trip, man. Maybe I'm going from Chicago to Philly, but I don't know. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for having me on the show, Gary, man. Uh, much pleasure, bro. Thank you so much, man. All right, man. I'll see you. All right, take it easy. Yep. All right. Kick now. 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 Kick now.